What's up, everybody? Welcome to Moose Milk Podcast, episode 12. I'm your host, Ryan. Uh, we're just waiting for Matt to join us. This week, we'll be talking Falcon Winter Soldier, episode 2. And we're going to talk a little bit about the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League, the Marvel uh, movie delays, and maybe we'll talk something else crazy. Who knows? Matt just requested. As always, you should follow us on Instagram and over on YouTube. For me, Moose Milk. Links in my profile. Follow Matt at Custom by Matthew. Matt has no video. It's scary. No video. No video. All I see is black, baby. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. It'll be up in a minute, maybe. <laughs> I like it. It's as long sick. as you can, as long as you can hear me, that's all that really matters. I feel like you're being secretive. There we go. There it is. What's up, buddy? Not much, man. I'm working yeah. on my shelves. I've seen your posts. Very interesting. I'm working on Spider-Man tonight. Do you do this just regularly? Just switch it up or like... Twice just a year. Just so many new figures? Yeah. Because it's so full, I can't like just go... If I get something new, I can't just be like, oh... Drop it in, right? Like, it's like literally take everything out. So I kind of like make it worth my time. Like if I have one new figure on a sh for a shelf, like I'll wait until I have like three or four or something, right? Sure. So, but anyway, I, still like, have I have to dust them still. So that's kind of. Well, I know you're such a neat freak. That, uh... Yeah. But I mean, they get pretty dusty in a six month period. So. Um, you, you think you need like another cabinet? I would love another cabinet. But I don't think Kate would love another cabinet, but I would. So, yeah. yeah. I think we're going to need it soon enough, buddy. Well, I mean, like, I have another cabinet. It's yeah. just, like, she uses it for, like, nothing, really. <laughs> and I got it. seems it. like it's almost a waste. See, you know I'm, what you actually, do? I'm actually building a shelf in there, so you won't even be able to see it unless I open the door to look at it, but I'm, I'm just going to. I don't care. That's what I was going to say. You know what you do? You just slowly start moving a couple figures at a time there and be like, I don't know how Captain America ended up on your nice plates. Well, that those Gargoyles figures that are coming, that one that I posted of Goliath, like, oh, yeah. man. But they're, like, saying they have, like, 16-inch wingspan. I'm like, where the fuck am I going to put that? Can you like hang them over top of everybody else? I'm thinking like up top. Like, yeah. yeah. I know you won't be able to see them, but like at least they would look cool. At least they'll look like gargoyles on the edge and stuff, right? Which might look kind yeah, of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You almost so, need to build like a, a, a cathedral tower or something to like perch them on. That'd be sick. Just do it, man. Yeah, I'd love to do ask that. Per ask permission later. <laughs> <laughs> but I already paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's already here. What am I supposed to do? Not use what it? a waste. <laughs> You're just throwing away money when you say no. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so uh, yeah. how are you? What did you think of the episode? Um, what did I think of the episode? Yeah. It was, it was, I liked it. I thought it was really good. I thought it was really fun. What did you I think? think it was fine. Oh, okay. I, I find like this one better. There's very weird elements to it that I don't like. Like what? The, and I mean, this is weird as like. My friend uh, just said hi, and I don't know when we're getting Chinese again, but hopefully one day soon. 
Sorry. Never a bad day for Chinese. Never a bad um, day. I find it very weird how hard they're pushing this, like, black America agenda in the show. And I know that's weird for, like, a white dude to say. But, like, I just find it very peculiar that they don't really try to say anything, but yet it seems to be prevalent in every episode. Like, I feel like they're afraid to go too hard into it, but, like, they're making it a part of the show with, like, the the super soldier uh, older black man that was, like, in the 50s that nobody's ever heard of but had the super soldier serum but like he's just there and I guess thrown wayside because they had white Captain America and I'm like okay that's a really interesting thing but you didn't do anything with it like it's, I so it. it's setting it it's setting it up right I mean if you well, think I that's the last we're gonna we're get like, of him I doubt that very much right because he's a Captain America in the comics too right right but like, my I'm, point I'm, is 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 like are they setting it up for something because like the first episode we got all the bank stuff with his sister and everything like Mm -hmm. that and i'm like okay what are you trying to say here well we didn't get any of that in the second episode like nothing with his sister nothing with that and that's fine because i think that was the weakest part of the episode but my point is is like what are you trying to say with with putting this all into the show like it didn't seem like there was a point to it you know what i mean like it just seemed to be there just to be there I'm I'm 100% opposite of you on this one. I think uh, I actually think that it's sending a really strong message because as much as it, a lot of people say like, oh, leave the politics out of it. Like of the like, I think in particular that scene with Sam and Buck on the road and the cops come up and like right. like I know a lot of people. I did see people say like, oh, you, leave your political agenda out of no. it but it's like it, it's it's like, i want not, politics I, I think that's completely fine to have politics in the show like the stuff going on in present day the world whatever america mostly but the worldwide i'm completely fine if you want to put that in your show but you're not saying anything by it there was no oh we realized you're famous man so we're not going to arrest you yeah but i don't think you're like i i think that's the point of it like is it's it's it doesn't need to be it doesn't need to be anything more than it it's like it's just like a uh like that's the way it really is <laughs> yeah i guess but like it just yeah. felt like they didn't go far enough with it or they should have went like three steps further like it just it didn't to me it doesn't feel like they're going anywhere with it and it's just in but the it's show consistent though you just said that like it's consistent yeah. from the first episode right it's going to go wanted, somewhere it's consistent like i wanted more of it yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I liked it. I actually think I I was actually like happy that they used the platform to, because as as much as people are like, it's so annoying. No, it's I'm not like, annoying. I'm not saying you, but I saw yeah. people make those comments, and I'm just like, yeah, it is annoying. Like, imagine yeah. being in those people's shoes and having to live sure. like that every That's fucking day. Saying. Imagine that. Like, no, that really sure. happens, like, right? Like, like I said, it's like crazy. It's, it's, it's a hard topic to talk about as two yeah, white totally. men. Totally. And I don't want to overstep any, any, like, I don't want to step on anybody's sensitivities with the subject because obviously it's a hard thing to talk about. Yep. But, like, I look at it as, is if you're going to say something, I'd rather you say it than just allude to saying something, but then move on to the next scene. And I just feel like they're not saying anything. Like, yes, the cops pulling over them and saying, oh, there's a black man in the middle of the street arguing with a white man we should be arresting this black man. And then, oh, we realized he's famous. Okay, we're not going to arrest him. And I'm like, 
okay, that's great, but you didn't say anything about it. Like there needs to be more to it. And I hope they do have like a, like a point to at, by the end of the series of like why they're including this in the show, because otherwise it just feels like it's, it's just there to be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm looking at, I have a few of my friends that are in the comments that are chirping away, but my friend Elvin says it's a series, give it time. And I, I agree. Like I think I hope so. you're, you're seeing it like you're, we're two episodes in now and we've seen it. We've, we've already seen it in both these episodes. Like, I do feel that that's going to continue to be an underlying theme throughout all of this. And I do think that that's a good thing, even if it's, yeah, I think it's a good, I think it's a good thing. And I think that they can utilize it to their, because I mean, like, even when you think about, like, if you think it's like that now, wait until the mutant stuff starts showing up. I feel like they're going to use a mutant thing to push that in a humongous way. And I think they should, because, I mean, when the mutants were originally, like, the X-Men series originally started, it was a lot more about, uh, gay, gay America or gay, gay public be not fitting in, and it was a yeah, ethnicities that. too. Ethnicities were a big thing. That's why the right. giant size X Men were from everywhere in the world. Right, and that and and sure, ethnicities too. But I'm saying now that I mean, I guess I can't say this either. But like, really, like, like it's a lot more able to be coming out being gay than it ever has been. Like, yeah, I agree, and I I think now they can evolve it in a way of being more about the racism behind it or the, the ethnicity side of mutants more than the gay side of it. And I mean, both should be included because I, I, I believe everybody should have equal rights and like, I, and I shouldn't even have to say that, but like, yeah, <laughs> you know, today it, it, you do have to say that because it's like the stuff going on in the States is crazy. And you know, it, is. So, it sure is. But that side of the show, like, I just, I, I feel like it's included just to be included, and I don't feel like it's gone far enough. But, like, yeah, I hope by episode five or episode six, they actually have some kind of, like, real statement from it. But outside of that, like, I like the episode. I just feel like we still don't really know what the point of the show is. Like, what what the villain really is trying to achieve like we we see the uh, flag smashers like stealing medicine or something from this truck, and I'm like, but what are they trying to do with this medicine? Like it's not really. Yeah, but again, it's a show. show. They have a, they have it's long series, right? They have six hours well, to tell the story. Like if they're just like, these are the bad guys. This is what the plan is. We're gonna spend the next four movies letting you see it. Like no, I, no I, I realize that, that right? but I'm saying, like we still don't really know what what the point of the episode like are they trying to take over captain like is this captain america bad is he good we don't really know yeah but we are but we're ahead of where we were last week like yeah like if we get a little bit every if we get a little bit every week or whatever then like we eventually get kind of a full picture right like Last week we didn't we knew that there was the flag smashers, but we didn't really have like a face to the flag smashers. Now this time we meet Carly Morgenthal or whatever, who in the comics is Carl, which is a guy, so they gender right. swapped it to a girl right. who is my friend mentioned is Empress Nest from the solo movie, which I was like, Oh fuck, how do you not recognize her? Like she's right, recognizable. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I did see that online that they they uh swap it gender swap yeah, but yeah, yeah. so like you know that, now now we know that like she's kind of like a big player and that like they're kind of making their way through europe and like 
you know, we know that they're super soldiers or some kind of enhanced abilities. Like, right. you know, if you think about it, like that's a good amount of progress on the villain for one episode. In my, I think like, but I, I, I really don't feel like we're supposed to root for Captain America, but like, I feel like at the beginning of the episode, they were kind of trying to make you root for Captain America. And it's, it's, I don't know. Like, I don't know where we're supposed to stand and where the show wants us to stand. And like, you know what I mean? Isn't like, that kind of cool though? Like, I mean, like, it again, is, we, it, don't, we don't it want put me in a weird spot because like from episode one, I couldn't stand him. As soon as they introduced him, I was like, I hate this dude. As soon as I saw that face, I was like, I think, I, who was it? I think maybe it was Stephen Colbert. No, it wasn't Stephen. Anyway, it doesn't matter. One of the late night guys made a joke about how he looks like the guy from Up. <laughs> like the old man. It's true. It's spot on. His nose is bizarre when it's in the mask. Like, when he's without the mask, it looks normal to me. Like, he looks like a dude. But then yeah. when he puts the on the mask, mask he squishes down his nose. Yeah. It, it's very bizarre. But, um... Yeah, I, I, I really don't like him, and I really want him to go away. And I totally get where Sam is coming from, where he's kind of like, uh, even even Bucky, like, just like, I don't really like this dude, and, and I don't really know, I can't put a finger on why, but he seems like a cocky kind of jerk. And as soon as he pulled out the gun when they were fighting on top of the truck, I'm like, oh, this guy's not, like, not, not willing to kill people, like, just blow people in the head. Like, he doesn't have the same... Um, I don't know, whatever the, he doesn't have the same morals as, as Steve Rogers did, clearly. No, it's totally different, totally different. Yeah. Even like how he, like, it's funny because like me and my friend Sean had this conversation before I kind of came on here, we were just saying, and he's like, we were talking about how much he, we dislike uh, John Walker. And it's just like, he's like, I know that he's, he's supposed to be disliked, but like, yeah man it's so easy to fucking hate this guy like and i'm like he just has a yeah. really punchable face <laughs> elvin ek says can we get a rip for red ring it's true <laughs> but like that's great I also that was, so, that was like, such a funny part too <laughs> i love the banter like the Me banter too. between oh my god so fucking fucking and sam is awesome and like so i want funny. more of that like i want this to be like a buddy cop movie almost where like they hate each other, but they like each other, and they have to work together. Like it's perfect; it's spot on. The whole um, uh, meeting with their therapist there, like was, <laughs> the dialogue was perfect. I love that. Oh, it's so good, so good. Yeah, and like I, even I, when they're trying to infiltrate the base there at the beginning, and and they're like Bucky wants to kind of just go like full on punch people in the face and. And Sam's like, no, let's sneak and whatever. And like, the kind white of the banter back and forth between them is like, it's perfect. I like when he calls him White Panther. That was funny. And I like when he's like oh. sitting there and all of a sudden Falcon just shows up right next to him and he's like, hi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's White Wolf, actually. Uh, it's so funny. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was really good. I, I don't know. I actually, I thought the whole episode was good. I thought it was funny. I thought it was entertaining. I thought it moved the plot sort forward. Like, and like I, I liked I like I like how um I like how Sam and, and Buck are like supposed to be partners and then you look at um uh Cap and his sidekick, I can't remember his name right now, it's escaping me, oh. but whatever his yeah. name is. Yeah, but I mean whatever, yeah. And uh yeah. like they seem like so in sync. It's just like they're they are like they'll finish each other's sentences. You know what I mean? It's like they're yeah. they're so on it, and then you get Bucky and Sam, and it's like 
Bucky's like this fucked up weird dude who <laughs> like yeah. just stares he's staring at off in the Sam's distance like, they call it yeah, just, ignore him. Right <laughs> just ignore him he's fucking yeah. whatever battle stuff yeah yeah you know, it's, spot, it's spot on and like yeah I, I, could, I can't remember the, the Captain America's sidekick there's name Battlestar Battlestar Battle. okay um I, I'm not familiar. Like, is is he part of the comics? Like, is this like, yeah? So he was yeah. like, uh, he was like a Bucky for a while. Okay, but yeah. Um, where do you think they're going with Zemo now? Do you think Zemo is going to be part of like the third wheel of of this like tech team kind of thing, or do you think like he's a villain? Or yeah, I don't know. I'm not really sure how much he'll factor into this. I mean, he obviously will to a, a decent amount, but. Cause like, Cause I think it would be very interesting to see them kind of like break him out of prison and like almost tag team with him about like, hey, this is what's going on. This is what you kind of started, and like now it's everywhere. We got to stop it. Like maybe I don't know. Like maybe he has ulterior motives, but like them kind of like teaming up for a bit. I think it would be a very interesting trilogy, like trio of, of yeah of personalities. He and it's funny too because he's he can be kind of quirky for like a villain too, right? So like yeah. it 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 should be funny to see that that balance between the th- the three of them for sure. sure. So I don't know. I wonder if he's gonna kind of play like a Loki style like anti hero yeah. kind of thing, right? Maybe that's what I mean. Like that 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 you don't know their motives for sure, but you kind of like like him because he's charming, but he's yep. he's also kind of villainous. Uh, I like that aspect, and I think that's what makes loki so appealing is you never really know what he's trying to achieve or what he's trying to do but yeah he's just not that that personality he's just that always like. always seems like he's up to something though right and it's just right. like totally. yeah he's always can't be trusted yeah, yeah always scheming <laughs> yeah um but yeah i did like that like i i, I I'm, I'm curious of where it'll go and I, I i liked ending on that scene where you just kind of see his face and everything i was like oh yeah like i'm definitely makes me interested to see the third episode yeah, for sure. I'm I'm really excited for the next episode. I think it's it's uh yeah, I think it's fun. I honestly I think yeah, I love the the like I do have a few like negative things to say about like some of the CGI on the the truck top, especially when I watch it tonight, I notice it like like I know the the truck's moving and it's supposed to be going fast, so it's not, but I just found that like how fake the like moving elements around them looked like kind of threw me off the second time. I'm I'm on the same page with you, but I mean this is going to be a total sidebar. But after watching Zack Snyder's Justice League, I can tell you I've never seen worse CGI in my life. <laughs> so, oh buddy, this show makes that movie look like like worse than it actually is. Like the CGI in Falcon is is astronomically better than Zack Snyder's Justice League, uh. and yeah, I mean. This is a total like we can go on a whole spiel here about it. But we'll like, save Justice League because I haven't seen it, and we can still let's stay on track for now, and then we'll go back to it. I'm just going to say I do not see the appeal. I do not see all this uprising on Twitter about like, oh, we need Zack Snyder's universe to keep going. Like, make him make Justice League too. I'm like, please don't, please yeah. stop. Like, yeah, I'm but again, I mean, it, again, it's it's not for us. Like it, it, it like is it's, though, not, it's that obvious. Is my favorite superhero. Okay, well, yeah, I guess that's true. But obviously, like it hits, it hits home for a lot of people, right? And it's like, I mean, it may, but 
it's funny because like for me, I'm not a DC guy. So like I ultimately the main reason I wanted this to bomb is because I wanted to listen to James and Meso from the Weekly Planet, the podcast I listen to every week, make fun of it because I love when they make fun of Justice League. It's so funny. So I was really looking yeah. forward to more jokes about it. And while they did have some, they mostly, like for the most part, quite liked it. And it's just so I had to get my hate from uh, Astonishing News and Reviews podcast about it because Elvin hated on it in a really big way. And it's good. In it's not good. There. It's yeah. I'm just going to say it this way, is an hour and a half of that movie minimum could have been cut and you would have not lost anything. Yes. It's way I too long. That. I heard that. Way yeah. too long. Four hours is, listen, Endgame was three hours long and it breezes by and, and there's mm-hmm. no issue with it. It, it feels yeah. like 25 it plays well. Yeah. Four hours of Zack Snyder's Justice League. I looked felt at like, my phone. Felt like six, right? <laughs> I looked at my phone literally probably 47 times during this movie. Like, I broke it into three segments because I don't have four hours to just sit straight through a movie. It's it's not tolerable. It's so boring. The first two hours of that movie could have been almost cut down to 20 minutes. Like, it's brutal. Yeah. And yeah, I've heard, I've heard that. I really just feel that if they're going to continue on, they need to reboot it. They need to start over. And I, I like Henry Cavill's Superman. I think he makes yep. a great Superman. Yeah, I, I, I'm not huge on Ben Affleck as Batman, but I mean, yeah. if if you want to keep him as Batman, feel free. But I think but the thing is, he doesn't want to be Batman anymore. No, I know he doesn't. And I think with Robert Pattinson, like becoming Batman now, I'm like, yeah, that's that's your new starting point. Start over. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, Overall, I just think like a lot like the Flash. I'm not huge on uh, Ezra Miller Flash or whatever. Guy drives me nuts. I'm not a big fan of him. I don't think he does a great Flash. I think the actor from the show has done a way better Flash. I agree with you. I I haven't really watched a lot of it, but from what I've seen, I would agree with you on that. Yeah, like uh, overall, I would just say like uh, just start recasting and start redoing things. And the first Wonder Woman movie is great. And if you want to keep that. And move forward. All right. Well, they can always do a multiverse thing, right? Like instead of getting rid yeah. of it, they could just start over in a new multiverse or something and pull the elements that, from things that work. If they were smart, they would do a Flash movie right now and have him start change things up. Yeah. Flashpoint and, and totally go into a new universe and everything's different and everything's recasted and that universe exists. And if you want to live in it, feel free. But we're going to a new new Earth. Earth five, whatever, and here it is, you know. And then um, all of a sudden, Quicksilver shows up, and his name's Ralph Boner. And that's what we can hope for. That's a great <laughs> Ralph Boner, except it's Bruce Boner, or whatever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, um, what did you think about the movie delays? Um, I'm happy they're going to Disney Plus because, I mean, realistically, that's how I'm going to be watching them. So, you know. I'm hoping by July, I knock on wood, that I'm I'm vaccinated. Well, hopefully by um, July they'll have pushed for you guys to get vaccinated because you're a frontline worker. Like for well, us out here, we're we're getting we get priority because we're frontline. I don't because I'm office, but like my yeah. my employees will. I I don't know. The rumor is that they want phase two of our vaccinations to start in June for frontline workers. So. I'm hoping that in June I get vaccinated, knock on wood. But so 
they pushed uh, Black Widow to July 7th, which means if I'm vaccinated by then, then sure, maybe I can go to a theater or whatever. If not, yeah, I'll definitely watch on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. My weird, my big question is, is now we have a two-month gap between the end of Falcon and Black Widow. Do they move up one of the shows if they're ready, or do we just sit for two months and not have anything? Probably depends on how much Loki is affected by it. Because I feel like the reason why Winter Soldier and Falcon had to come before Black Widow is now I feel like there's going to be some sort of revelation about super soldier serums or something. And that's why uh, Red Guardian is like, you know, what he is in, in Black Widow, if he's like superhuman or anything like that, right? Like I but feel Black like... Widow is like in the 90s. I, I, I understand that. But what I'm saying is they just introduced Isaiah... Bradley as, oh, okay, as, yeah. as this like undercover, sure. um, you know, super soldier, right? How come, how come, how could all of a sudden this just happen, right? And it's like, so, you know, and now that we found out that they've like experimented on and took his blood, it like makes yeah. you wonder what else could potentially be out there now that there's like all these revelations, right? So like, you know, maybe some of these guys are like, you know, uh, experiments gone wrong kind of thing or experiments gone right and, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. gone missing or gone rogue or something, right? Like, like, I wonder if there's some kind of tie in between this and Black Widow and maybe that's why they've been so adamant about Black Widow coming out like kind of after this, right? Yeah. So, I, I, yeah. I really wish they'd move up Loki to be like the May show. That yeah, we'd... that'd be nice. You know, kind of leads into whatever Black Widow or whatever. I think it's only six episodes as well, so we still have a little bit of gap. But um, I'm just, I, I'm really just kind of bummed that Black Widow got pushed. Like, I think if you're going to do the Disney Plus thing anyway, then they could have just released it in May and it would have been fine. I understand theater, you know, yeah. money is probably what they're aiming for, but you've already delayed it a year. Like, I don't know. Just, at this point, to me, it's like just put it out, man. Like, if you're going to put it on Disney Plus, put it on Disney Plus. But, I mean, now we have Black Widow in July, and then we've got uh, Shang-Chi moved to September, and I assume that that means, I don't know, they didn't announce it, but I assume that means the Eternals is going to get pushed. Yeah, pro probably, yeah. Um, I, I think that, I don't know if this is true or not, but I thought I heard that there was a reason why it had to get a theatrical release is because it has something to do with Scarlett Johansson's contract or something like that, where, like, that's probably true. I mean, yeah, she probably yeah. gets a percentage of the box office revenue. Yeah, maybe, maybe. So, and it's probably part of her contract, so it's probably mm -hmm. obligated that it, it comes out in theaters. And I wouldn't be surprised by that, but yeah, because she's a pretty big star, right? So, I mean, that would oh, sure. you know, yeah. I, I wouldn't say that for maybe everybody, but you know, you know, she's a probably one of the bigger names in the MCU, right? And it's her last movie, so I'm sure yeah. she's getting a pretty fucking penny. So, yeah. No, you know, maybe they're just they can't do mass release for May because not everything would be ready, right? So like, you know, maybe yeah. that's kind of they're left with that option, right? So looking at sure, the I, I circumstances get that. I, I, I kind of think maybe move up another show. Then you know, if if yeah. Loki's done filming, move up Loki. If Loki's done and it doesn't and it doesn't, the only thing I can see with that is then like you get criticism, right? So I gave you an example. We hit January, WandaVision, yes. We hit March, Falcon Winter Soldier, yes. We hit. May, Loki, yes. No more Marvel TV till next year. <laughs> oh, we still have three more shows, though. I I know. Well, like, there's a bigger gap now, right? So it's like you give everybody well, all this stuff month after month after month, and then all of a sudden they have what months. if? They have what if coming out in the summer? I assume right, that's. But I mean, look at like, are you going to get into what if? You don't do no. Cartoons. It's not for me. Yeah, but exactly. 
I'll, I'll watch it for this podcast, but like I'm not interested in watching it. But like they still have Miss Marvel coming out. They still yeah. have um, She Hulk coming out. I think that's supposed to be this year. Is it? Okay. I'm not positive. I can't, it might be I can't year, keep track but, anymore, to be honest. And they have um, uh, uh, Hawkeye. Yeah. So they still have like two or three shows after Loki that they can they that, that's this year. Plus, they have the Star Wars shit that's coming out. What are we getting? This, what are we getting uh, for Star Wars this year? May, uh, I, I don't want to say because I honestly don't remember. Right. I want to say maybe Bad Batch. Oh, Bad Batch for sure. It's May fourth. Yeah, yeah. I think that's. There could be. I assume that uh, we'll get. Um, we'll get season three. I should have just asked Elvin. Elvin is on his shit. Elvin says Bad Batch. Is that it, Elvin? He, he's gonna know. I assume we get season three of uh, of fucking thing. Mando, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hey, are we supposed to get Boba at the end of the year? I thought they said Book of Boba Fett at the end of the year too, right? Or no? Right. Maybe so maybe that instead of season three of, of, of Mando, Mando, I don't know. Boba at the I, end of the year. I mean, yeah. They can put these shows out one after another, and, and you know it's not going to matter. Like go back to back, go, go yeah, Marvel. Star Wars, There's always going to be small little gaps, right? Like it's never going to be never ending content. So right. I mean, we have the new Mighty Ducks show on Disney Plus right now. So quack, quack, quack. Nostalgia's strong, but I still can't bring myself to watch it. <laughs> Man, will push till next year. Yeah, there you go. So, so that's so yeah we'll get Boba at least so that's good. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Know, I I think they have enough content that yep, we don't have to too. worry about it. Me too. They have too. so many subscribers now that they're Crazy. making a fucking fortune off of this. So didn't they hit they the four-year goal mark? It like like just recently. Like that's crazy, man. They have infinite money, and they don't have to worry. So yeah, you know. I, I look at it as like it, it's the same as as Microsoft or, or like any of these major corporations where I'm like they can literally do whatever they want and it's not going to matter because they don't have to be concerned about money. Money's not a thing to them. They can yeah. put out thing after thing after thing, and some are going to be failures and some are going to be hits, but it doesn't really matter because they have infinite infinite money. So, um, I I heard uh, what did I hear? I heard that uh, last week's episode was Disney Plus's. Uh, strongest performing opening night or opening day performance of all the shows they've done so far. That's pretty good. Yeah. No, and that's awesome. And like they said that about, I think WandaVision, WandaVision beat Mando. Yeah. yeah. And now Falcons beating WandaVision. So like, I mean, they're only increasing it. Obviously, the more subscribers you have, the easier it is to increase viewership on a new show. So yeah, I think. A lot of people were probably waiting until these Marvel shows started up till they had actual things to watch, you know, yeah. on Disney Plus instead of like, hey, if you want to go back and watch Cinderella from 1935, <laughs> here it is. But, you know, they were waiting for something new. And I think, yeah. you know, the first year of Disney Plus was kind of barren. Yeah, outside it was all barren. It wasn't like, really anything. No, I mean, if you have kids at home, there's yeah, tons I of things. Yeah, I guess that's world. true. Like, I guess that's true. We're just two, you know, adults that don't have children, so it's it for us. It's it's not really like, hey, not like, the same, yeah, yeah. We're not going to go back and watch Pixar movies or old Disney movies or whatever. Like, 
Um, I think if you have, you know, a kid at home that's at the right age and Disney plus is a great price, but now that there's new content and content that's for of all ages, really, I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in. Yeah. I need a reboot of Rescue Rangers. Yeah. I'll take a reboot of Rescue Rangers. In a hot minute. They're doing a reboot of Rescue Rangers. John Mulaney and somebody else. I didn't else. see that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was um, fucking hilarious, I'm sure. Bring back Inspector Gadget. Bring back all those old shows. That's like, I'm, I'm in. Yeah. It's from Deke. That's who made like, that one. Deke. Yeah, I remember that. Because I always thought it sounded like Dick. Deke. Yeah. Inspector Gadget would be sick, though. For sure. Yeah, no, I... um. I mean, even Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like, I know they brought it back a few different times. Yeah, it'd be cool, like, like you said, to do, a, 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 like, a rated R, like a harder, like an N, N17, is that what they call it or whatever? Yeah, Yeah. well, I mean, I don't know if you have to go that hard, but I, I would love a dope Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reboot, and you can make an animated series that's more for children or, or young adults or whatever, but... I just think like it's a series that, or even bring back the original animated series and put it on Disney Plus. I would rewatch that show in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, I would love to see. I, I if I could find a good quality version, I would I would rewatch them. So same. I just I remember when they put out like they had the turtle bu- the turtle um, bus or whatever the hell it's called the yeah. um, with all the, the DVDs party, the party the party van. Yeah. Can you stop? Um, <laughs> They made that like a DVD like collection or whatever. I was gonna buy it, and I never did. But yeah, I would watch. Either. It was expensive, but I wish I would have now in retrospect. Yeah, and apparently it wasn't in very good quality. Like the, the DVDs oh, were like, out of order and shit like that. Like I don't know. There's a bunch of shit, but yes, I did see that. There's a. Shit, new- eh? I was just gonna yeah. wait for you to finish and say that. That looks so sick. Oh my god. Shredder's Revenge, I think it was called. It's. Ah. It, it looks totally like the NES arcade games. It reminds me of uh, Ninja Turtles, the arcade game, like the old arcade that I yeah, used to like, I'm yeah. fucking obsessed with, man. Oh, my God. The so NES sweet. arcade games, or I mean the actual arcade game, but like yep. even on the SNES, like yeah, uh, Turtle Time. Time. Yep. So fun. So fun. Fucking awesome. Uh, the, the art style's dope, like totally. Have, you seen, have you seen those? Um, NECA action figures, the pixelated Ninja Turtles? No, I haven't. Oh, I'll have to send you some pictures. They're sick, man. I don't have them because I just don't have the room, but they're oh, painted like they're painted pixelated. So yes. like to your eye, it kind of looks like pixelated when it's like on yourself. It's pretty, pretty dope. How expensive are they? Uh they're reasonable. Yeah, they're yeah. they're probably about forty bucks Canadian and probably have to pay shipping on top of that too. But I mean, if you were buying a couple of them, you'd wouldn't be too I would far just off, love but... like a really dope Shredder. Oh, Shredder just got, I think, just got released, like a video game one, a pixelated one. I would love that. I would love a really good Donatello because I was always Donatello. So, Donnie's my man. This is why we're the best best friends. Here. <laughs> I it's, like, it's funny though because I got bummed. I was actually on, I think there's like a NECA face group. Facebook group I'm on or whatever, and there was like a poll, and it was who's your favorite Ninja Turtle, and Donatello was fucking last. I was like, Always. fuck you, people. Donatello is the best. Always last. Like, who's your what's okay, your rank? So, I wonder how close we are. I feel like we're probably pretty close. Donatello, Mikey, Raph, Leonardo. Uh, we're switched. I'm Raph, Raph, Mikey, Leonardo. I okay. Well, it depends what iteration. 
because like in the cartoon, Raph was just a dickhead. Yeah. There was never a, there was never a good Raph moment in the cartoon. Like he was always just the jerk face that like yeah, but I like, kind of like that about him. He's like that in the movie too. He's the fucking like unreasonable like dickhead that you can't fucking give any thing to. But like, I agree <laughs> with him in the movie. Yeah, I know, but he's in the movie when he's like, he's hey, the we same should go kind of person right? right now. I'm like, yeah, I agree with you. Let's go. Let's go. And then in the, in the cartoon, he's just a dick to be a dick. You know what I mean? He's got attitude. Yeah, well, naturally. I mean, I don't know. As a kid, I always liked Mikey because he was just like, loved pizza. I love pizza. It just fits. You know what I mean? But I, I get it. I like Mikey too. Mikey's good because he's lighthearted and fun. Yeah, but Donatello always had like the... I don't know. I, I thought the bow staff was just like dope. He like, does machines. He does yeah. them. And like, I, I thought that was great. I'm like, oh, they're making people that are smart and like working on things cool. Like, I like to be smart. So, I mean, that failed miserably because I work in retail now. But hey, I used to do machines, but I don't actually do machines. But I thought I did, but I don't. I don't know. But, um,. Yeah, I don't know. Like in the games, I always like playing as Donatello too because his staff was the longest weapon. Longer, yeah, yeah. So you could hit people from further away, and where yeah. Raph and Mikey, yeah, they had no range side, at all. You have to get right up. Yeah. It's like, yeah, mm. it sucked. You die so quickly. But I do, Leonardo I did, was good in the game I too. I, Leonardo suffers from the Cyclops syndrome for me. It's like yeah, I love, totally. I love Cy- Cyclops's costume is probably like his '90s look. Is probably like my favorite, or in my top five favorite comic book costumes of all time ever. I just I love it, but he is like such a typical like stick yeah. up the ass leader. Like <laughs> that's why I always rank him last. Is and like, that, I, I find Leonardo's a lot like not exactly, but I find he has a lot of those really similar traits, which I guess is why he's the leader. But it's just uh, it's boring to me. It doesn't really do anything for me. I agree totally. I like. I mean, honestly, if I was to really rank them, Casey Jones would be number one. Oh yeah, Casey's awesome. So Chris, he always had hockey sticks, and I was obsessed with hockey. I so, like his mask. Like, yeah, and his mask is dope. But just the fact that he beat people with hockey sticks, I'm like, this is my dude. I totally <laughs> relate. I would love to beat people with hockey sticks. I so. uh, I watched, or it was I didn't really watch it that close. It was on in the background. Uh, uh, the original Ninja Turtles movie the other night and uh, Secret of the U's the next day. <laughs> so good, dude. So good. Hey, um, quickly to go back to Winter Soldier Falcon or whatever the fuck it's called. Oh. I, going back to um, uh, that Bradley Isaiah guy, that yeah. black super soldier guy, I fucking yeah. hope I hope that we get some kind of a flashback from him, like from when he that was in his awesome. prime. I mean, how sick would it be to actually see him beat Winter Soldier, like back in the that'd day? How awesome. that'd be so fucking awesome! And know oh, who man. I'm gonna say would be dope in that role, and I know they can't do it because he's already been in the MCU. But Michael B. Jordan, yeah, that would be sweet. Like I know they won't do it because he was already the villain in, in Black Panther. But I, I just watched both Creed movies like last week. And Michael, awesome. B, Michael B. Jordan's such a good actor. Like to see him as a badass, like super soldier, I I'm so in. Yeah, I I I'd be. I feel like if it's just like a flashback, they'll just do a de age on the guy who actually played him, like yeah, who played probably. him in this episode, just so that way it kind of ties and it makes sense, right? But 
But yeah, I'd but, love to see yeah, something. Yeah. How dope would that be? Fuck, man, that'd be so sick. But see, I also like the fact that like both both Marvel shows has been kind of side characters that really didn't get their like yep. due. Yeah, you mean because we're getting their story now, right? We're getting yeah, and we're getting to know. I them hope as they continue that on of like. Hey, we've introduced even more side characters now, and like now they're gonna get their own suits. And like, yeah, it'd be great to get like this dude's backstory in a show, and like see him in like the 1940s or 1950s, like period piece style, really like cool, well done, like you know, five six episode series. Like, I'd I'd be totally for that. Me too. Yeah, same here. I uh, yeah, I hope we. I hope that the action continues. Like, I hope we get an action piece every mo- every episode. Because, like, honestly, yeah, no, I find they, that they really... It's not. I don't find it's as good when they load it at the front. Like, the first episode, like, really, the action was at the beginning, and then that was kind of it. And, like, I mean, there was a bit here and there, right? But, um, but yeah, I hope... Like, I liked how it was kind of more in the middle of this one. So it's like you get to the middle, and then the rest yeah. of the episode is them trying to figure out what the fuck just happened. I mean, I, I'm sure budget was probably an issue. They yeah, probably had a set, set budget that they had yeah. to commit to. But I look at it, too, as, like, to me, it's great if you could have a little bit of character development, an action scene, more character development, an action scene, and then, like, an end piece kind of thing, and kind of break it up in that way where you get, like, two action set pieces an episode. And so, yeah, like, if they can keep doing that and, and have, like, a cool really cool scene and then kind of break it up with with character development story development villain development whatever i'm totally in yeah i think i hope i hope that we get something like that too i wonder when uh agent carter is going to show up i i'm i'm guessing next episode yeah i think she's going to be part of the show for the rest of the series like i hope so i love her character in in Civil War. Both, uh, Captain America movies. Like, I really yeah. want her to be part of the show moving forward. So, yeah, yeah. Um, to see her kind of maybe take on, like, kind of the Black Widow mantle of, like, super soldier spy badass, I- I'm so in. Like, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I feel like they're going to give that to uh, that new girl. I can't remember her name in the Black Widow movie, the blonde girl, because she's in Hawkeye, too, apparently. Yelena, that's the character she's playing. I can't remember the actress who's playing her, but gotcha. I think she's gonna be the new Black Widow because in the comics she is. But I wouldn't be surprised if Sharon Carter stuck around and kind of popped her head into kind of these kind of series. And maybe yeah. if anyone ever needed a hand anywhere else, that would be relevant, right? But no, I like think you don't. Like we've said a few times on these things, like that's the cool thing about them opening up this world so much, right? It's like, yeah. you know, everyone doesn't need a story right now. Like the, we'll get to them eventually, right? Or they won't, right? But I mean, it's like, that's the cool sure. thing is everything's like on the table. Like everybody has a story and it's just a matter of time before we reveal their stories and their backstories. Yeah. And, and I like that aspect of it because it makes everybody feel important to every episode. It makes everybody yeah. feel included in like i'm sure that when i mean even if you watch uh the making of wandavision when they were interviewing um what's the actor that plays vision's name paul bettany paul bet when they were interviewing paul bettany about like his original like role in iron man one of just being the computer automated voice and he was just like, yeah, I had no idea that this was going to evolve into this. You know, me being a full-on character, me being a, a, a main star on a TV show, so on and so forth. Like, 
it just kind of evolved that way. And it's like, yeah, I love that aspect. Is like you can get the mi- most minor character involved, and then eventually they become this main star, and that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I I, uh, I agree. I think it's cool that this is what we're getting, and we're getting focus and getting more history and getting to spend more time with a lot of these characters on a way deeper level than we ever could get in a movie, right? Yeah. And that's why I don't mind the long form narrative. Like, that's why I don't mind the, like, you know, it's like, it's paced, right? Like, it's, you know, because the thing is, is like, if you give us like this crazy, insane episode, and then the next week is just like a big setup episode, like we kind of got that a couple of times in WandaVision, right? Where it was like, whoa, that was an insane episode. The next episode, they're like, all right, let's talk about what we just did last week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, so it's like, I, I feel like that's in, inevitable in this, like, this narrative. I feel like it is. I think six episode seasons are absolutely perfect. I think that's where most those should be. Yeah. Because you don't need, like, two or three episodes of, like, filler. Like, I feel like a lot of the times you could get those points across quicker, a lot yeah. quicker, but they just kind of spread it out, right? So... Yeah, I think like maximum ten episodes, but I think six episodes is like a real sweet spot where you can I tell agree. a story and then move on, kind of thing. And like, we don't need ten seasons of a television show to get a story across. Is you can make a three or four season arc, and that that works perfectly. I think Breaking Bad is the best version of that, where you know it was one of the top shows on the planet in its time. You know, in the last season at least, not when it started, but it ended in season five at, at the perfect point. There was no filler. There was no, Hey, we're going to drag this out for six more seasons just to get, you know, more ratings or whatever like that. And that's kind of like the walking dead problem. It's like, I was a huge walking dead fan at the start, yeah, but yeah. it's now dragged itself out to 10 seasons. And I yeah. gave up in season seven where I'm like the show needed to end three, four yeah. years ago. Yeah. It's just doing the same thing over and over again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I think, and that's like a lot of Marvel things. So like Helvin says, are you crazy? Give me 20 episodes. But like, I, I always go back to those Netflix shows, like even Daredevil, even season one and two of Daredevil, which I fucking loved, 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 loved. There was, you could cut four of those episodes out and it would have still been fucking amazing. Like easily. My, and even my, WandaVision, honest, you could have taken two episodes out of WandaVision and it would have still played the same way. My honest opinion is less is more always. I say this yeah. with sports. I say this with TV shows. I say this it's with the a European good movie. way. It's the European yeah, way. It's <laughs> totally like, and I don't know how many people in here are, are actual sport fans, but like to me, I was a huge hockey fan, huge hockey fan, and I gave up on hockey. Why? Because I feel like 82 games is way too many games a season, and if you brought that down to like an NFL level level where there's like 25, 30, 40 games a season. Where NFL plays way more compelling, like each game means that much more. Each episode means that much more, and there's no filler. There's no, hey, we're gonna lay back and not play this game because we don't give a fuck because there's 82 more games to fucking catch up. And that's how I feel about uh, TV. Is like all these old series. You go back and watch the X Files or Buffy the Vampire Slayer or any of these a little bit older shows where they had to do 24 episodes a season, and Mm -hmm. there is. 10 episodes of filler and 12 episodes that is just like, okay, here's the actual story we're trying to tell. And that's the most compelling part is those are the episodes you care about and the yeah. filler episodes. Yeah, some, of throw them, away. some of them are fine. They're entertaining at times, but yeah. they usually are just complete throwaway. 
So yes. you give me sweet, solid six episodes or eight episodes or ten episodes that each episode is not filler and is trying to tell a story. I'm going to be way more compelled compelled by yeah. that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I just think it makes for better television when you can, yeah, kind of pinpoint exactly where you're trying to go. Like, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but I'm I'm I don't know. Six is six is a good number for me too. I I like six. If they stick with six, I would be more than okay with six. I think like four is too little. You know, the only issue with that short of episodes is then the wait between the seasons. Yes. Is is it ends on a cliffhanger and then you wait a year for six more episodes? And if to me, if you want to do a six episode season, that's great. Do a six episode season, but you have to have the next season kind of prepared where there's not a year wait and there's like a six month wait or an eight year wait to the next season. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say though, right? Because with the amount of content they're, they're trying to put out all at once. Right. It's, it's like I said, a few, probably about a month ago back or whatever, but it's like, you know, we have this like pretty hefty release schedule of stuff that's happening. Well, what happens when in uh, Eternals, goes fucking massive and now we need internals eternals two and what happens when shang chi blows the fuck up and then we need shang chi two where are you going to put that in these years that already have four movies and six disney plus shows like well i I look at it like this though is my assumption is they have a plan in place for the next decade of marvel movies and they they know that Okay, Shang Chi is coming out September, whatever this year. They they have a set date for 2024 Shang Chi 2 set, and as long as this movie makes its money back and it seems successful, that's the date we're 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 aiming to hit. And that yeah. may shift, move, and that may get pushed six months or whatever. But my assumption is they're they're smart enough where they have a set idea of where they want to go. And oh yeah, I'm sure that's why it's successful. Is is I guarantee that they have already said, okay, X Men is going to be introduced in 2025, and we're going to hit that, and then we're going to do this story arc, this story arc, and that's going to push into Avengers Five, where you know Wolverine's the main character, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I I think they have that laid out pretty pretty well. That um, I, I don't see them saying like, oh, this caught us by surprise. That it's a successful. We don't have a plan. Yeah, I guess they're at this point. They probably know, right? Like, yeah, I think yeah. regardless of the quality, Eternals is going to make money, and like maybe that movie isn't great. I don't know. Maybe it's amazing, but I have no like way of knowing because I I know nothing about the Eternals. <laughs> but um, there's somebody just it, came in whose name is Mr. Hot Boner. <laughs> I mean, how can you not love Mr. Hot Boner? I like that. Um, but yeah, this is what I, I just look at it as like my assumption is they have all these actors under contract for three at least three or four more movies yeah. regardless. And if Eternals is successful and it hits the, the goals that, that Disney wants to hit, Eternals two will be out four, five, three, whatever years later. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I uh yeah, I'm sure I'm sure they have a, a game plan. I don't really like I said, I I, I really trust where they take things because i feel like they they have their system down right so it's you know i feel like it's in good hands i wouldn't i wouldn't feel that way if we were getting like snyder levels snyder cut stuff but no i (laughs) we've got a good track record with the marvel stuff right you watched the james gunn uh uh, 
I did, yes. Yeah. And do you like it? Yeah, I mean, it looks fine or whatever. I don't know. Like, <laughs> See, I, I, I mean, really like it. Yeah, I, I'll, t- I'll say the things I like about it were extremely James Gunnish. So it's like, Very I, I, I feel like the reason why this, there's anything of it that appeals to me is exclusively his doing. So yeah. it, the trailer very much reminded me of the original Guardians, Guardians trailer. Me too. Me too. Um, Big time. Kind of introducing each character, each having a moment during the trailer. Um, comedy infused in each character so you know where it's kind of music coming from. like soundtrack yeah. centric yeah. yeah the sound yeah definitely like it definitely felt like a james gunn trailer yep, I, um, I agree just watching it i'm like wow like, just the difference in seeing this versus david ayer's um suicide squad trailer like pff, night and day like this is only the second one right because the the other harley quinn one was birds of Birds of Prey, I think, right? Birds of Prey. Yeah. It's not good. It's not good? No. I, I heard... What did I hear? I heard not good. I heard mixed things, I think. Okay. I, didn't, I I wouldn't watch it again, but... Okay. Um, I still think Margot Robbie's the best part of those movies. Like, yeah, I, the first I, I like Margot Squad, Robbie. The first Suicide Squad and, and uh, Birds of Prey, like, Margot Robbie's the best part of those, but... um, I mean, again, like, even in James Gunn's Suicide Squad, I I thought Margot Robbie was a standout in the trailer. Even like mm-hmm. I think she's just a I very likable, yeah. really like solid actress. And I mean, honestly, John Cena she looks, looks pretty funny, funny too. I think yeah, John Cena looks pretty funny. John Cena looked great in it. Like, yeah, I I just really like the absurdity of the trailer, and I thought mm-hmm. I thought it was really well done. I'm like, yeah, there's a human whatever alligator crocodile and, and you know walking around. It just reminded me of Rocket. Yeah, totally. It's a shark, I think, right? Isn't it King Shark? Shark. Sorry, I I, yeah. I totally can't remember. But yes, I think it was yeah, a shark. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then, like, I, I don't know. It looks okay, I guess. I probably won't see it because, like, I just don't. I'll see care. it. I mean, I see all these movies, but is it good? I don't know. Who knows? Where's yeah. it going to go? Is this the yeah, end of maybe James? Maybe I'll Gunn? see that one because of James. Because it's James Gunn. Because I do like his stuff, right? So. I mean, he's going to move on to Guardians 3 and then does he come back and do another Suicide, Suicide Squad movie? Like, who knows? But yeah, I, I think you keep picking quality directors and you're only going to get quality movies. I think that's a yeah, huge part of it. Especially if the studio doesn't push its agenda on you. Yeah. So, when you know, rain to kind of do their own thing. It's when you get the best results, right? Totally. See, and See Justice League, for example. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah, I, I just, you know, I got into this argument with my friend Chris, and it was just like, he's like, oh, it's way better than the original Joss Whedon Suicide Squad. I'm like, or Justice League. And I'm like, yeah, but it, it, it's just the same movie to me. It's it's a longer version of a bad movie. Yeah. If you want to spend four hours watching a bad movie, then more power to you. I'd rather spend two hours watching a bad <laughs> movie and watch it move on. Call it, you know? call it a loss and just move along <laughs> yeah I mean, now i've spent six hours watching bad movies so it's like you know <laughs> yeah i get you i'm not gonna watch that shit but you can make me watch that i'm like I'm i said the, i'm the firm believer that it blows my mind that they would invest more money into something that bombed so fucking bad but i mean i don't know it's like i said i know 
I feel like you're, I know it is relatively split, but I do hear, I have heard more good than bad about it at this point. So listen, I'm sure if you're a hardcore, <laughs> hardcore DC fan and you've always wanted to see, you know, Steppenwolf, uh, in a, in a feature film or something like that, then, Hey, this is what you've been waiting for. And I'm not going to take that away from you. Like yeah. if you enjoyed this movie, then great. I didn't enjoy this movie. This is just my opinion. You know what I mean? Like, yep. It's like any yeah, art, if you liked it, you get four hours of it, so that's good for you. Right, exactly, and that's what I mean. It's like if this is your jam and you're like, "Hey, this is the best movie I've ever seen," then great. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you. For me, yeah. it wasn't a good movie. I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't waste four hours watching it again. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Saying that, like, really their fans will probably make like a super cut of that, eh? I mean, I, I like I said, to me, it, it, don't waste your time. Like, but don't you? There think, is a good, like, would you say it was good enough? And this is obviously coming from a like I have no idea because I don't know. But like, would you say that if you cut that down to two and a half hours or two hours and fifteen minutes, would that make? Would that ultimately make that movie? Like, would that make that movie go from like a? Four out of ten no. to a seven out of ten, because that that was Joss Whedon's cut. To me, in my opinion, Joss Whedon got handed a four-hour movie and he cut yep. it down to a normal movie, and that's yep. why it is what it is. And I don't think making it longer is it makes it any better. In my opinion, the way to correct this movie to make it work was to have a Flash movie before Justice League. Was to have the Aquaman movie before Justice League. Was yeah. to have to a side these movie. characters. Right to have a cyborg well, movie. Before say Justice what you League. said. Say what you said to me in a text. In a text when we were talking about it last night, you said something along the lines of like, "If you spending... take, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> if you take two separate pieces of shit and make it one solid long piece of shit, it's still shit." <laughs> and that's what I feel is like. There's a way to make this movie good, but it has nothing to do with the actual movie. It has something to do with not wasting time introducing every character in the movie. If you would have had standalone movies for yeah. each character in the movie beforehand and then had the Justice League, you would not need to spend 30 to 40 minutes introducing each character's background, side story, and try to make you relate to these characters. Because guess what? The 40-minute segment of, of Zack Snyder's Justice League where they're introducing Cyborg did not make me like Cyborg. Like, I didn't care about his family. I didn't care about his backstory. I thought the character was very boring and generic. And 40 minutes with the character didn't change that. And mm. 10 minutes with the character, I felt the same way. So guess what? You could have done a five-minute segment in the Justice League of saying, this is Cyborg, this is his backstory, here it is, if that's the way you want to go. And it would have been the same result. Yeah, we're out of time. Looks like we're pretty close. Yeah, uh, we're gonna. We have a minute left. Um, I do want to ask people because we're gonna have a huge break in between Falcon and Winter Soldier and Black Widow. That if you have any topics or suggestions that you want to see covered, comment on the post or comment on YouTube and just throw it out there of like something you'd like to see us talk about, and maybe we'll cover it. Maybe we won't. Like fast if, times at Ridgemount High. I won't cover that, but Matt can. Um. Hello, but if there's something that you'd like to see us talk about or are interested in to see our opinions on, maybe we can do a, a topic, a, an episode about just those topics or a question and answer episode about a few oh. things that are brought up, something like that. 
just throwing it out there. Otherwise, we, we have a few ideas that we're going to do to cover some time in podcasts. But anyway, we're out of time. So thank you for everybody watching. Peace <laughs> out. Follow.